Welcome to episode 33 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast presented by Loyalty Lakers. I'm Aaron. Across the table for me, that's Ben. Benny, how's your week, buddy? Great, great. Um, if you notice that little pause there, um, episode 33, we're, we're learning. Aaron, you know, he has trouble editing <laughs> the intro sometimes, so... Um, I have to take the track and zoom all the way in to find the exact split because I always count down three, two, one. Welcome. It makes it a little bit more difficult to edit, but I'm not the only one who did uh, some work on the podcast this week. Benny, you, you actually did a lot this week. I was sitting, well, I was working and I kept getting these emails and I only get notifications on my phone for emails for my work email and the Sunday conversation email. Uh, if you ever want to email us at sunconpod at gmail.com. And I kept getting these emails for the Sunday conversation, all these things we were signing up for. And I'm like, well, I have nothing to do with this, but I'm sure Ben has some kind of plan. So why don't you fill the people in about some of the stuff you got done this week? Um, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a wee thing. Uh, let that be known. This is episode week 33. I'm, I'm finally, you know, gonna <laughs> strap on my britches and, uh, bring my shovel and, and lunch pail and, and go to work. But uh, <laughs> no, um, we had been, I guess, I don't know. It was time for a little, like um, some movement, you know, we're, we're, sure. we're learning, we're growing. We're on episode 33, haven't missed a week. Um, so we actually are now available as a, as a, a Patreon podcast. And uh, what that means is basically you can, there's a link on our Instagram bio and uh, you can go hit that link. And essentially it's for like, you know, small startups like us that are trying to generate a little bit of something and you can pledge to, to donate, um, you know, per month. And uh, we actually just got our, we did get our first pledge. Uh, Sherry, shout out Sherry. Thank you for that. We, we greatly appreciate it. And, Sherry, uh, Sherry Bickner. Awesome. Uh, I mean, that to, not to steal your thunder for a second, but when I woke up, I woke up after, you know, I saw you had set the Patreon up. I woke up the next morning and I saw the email saying that we had our first subscriber, Sherry Bickner. So Sherry, huge shout out to you. Uh, get in contact with us. If you're, if you're a wine drinker, I'm more than happy to ship you a bottle of wine out of my, my personal collection. Uh, Cause you've earned it. But um yeah. Anyway, sorry, Benny, go back to what no, you were it was, it was just so cool, you know? And I, I mean, I, I gave her a shout out on our Instagram and I, I just put the little, little quote, you know, one gets two, two gets three. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the, our motto since the beginning, we weren't trying to like aggressively market this. We just wanted to, to grow it. And in a way it's probably been good because had we, you know, made it seem like we were these like hot shot podcasters from the get go. It's like, people are gonna be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who are yeah, these right. people? But, right. you know, instead, we just were like, hey, we'll just grind. And, and we, you know, we have our Instagram, we haven't followed anybody. Um, just so meaning anybody that's kind of followed along. You know, it's like, we're, we're not like searching for anything. We're not like reaching. We're not, you know, like promoting it. Um, but what we are doing is just let, letting it grow organically. And I think this was the next step. Um, we have some costs to this, um, right. it costs money to, 
to get the um the rss link to to put it on itunes and spotify and um whatever we had some some startup costs and uh so either way this is us you know as two kids trying to start something you know i saw a killer quote i think it was elon musk our boy he said something about um you know, everyone throws baby showers, you know, which isn't, it's not a bad thing, but why don't we start, why don't we throw like baby showers for businesses? You know, yeah. everyone comes out, supports someone's, you know, new startup venture, whatever it may be. Um, you know, the same way we would support, you know, a family because sure. both are equally important, you know, if we're all whatever in this together, um, <clears throat> it all kind of matters. So. I mean, yeah, I, and I, I, you know, I, I mentioned, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago um, about how, you know, the people who have stuck around to this point are the people who are like, obviously, you know, care about what we have to say. But the thing that still doesn't, after doing this for 33 weeks, that doesn't ever stop amazing me is when people reach out, you know, for the first time and saying, hey, they listen to the show and all that stuff. And, you know, I was talking to um, a, a girl I've known since high school. Uh, the other day she posted, you know, she travels all over the country, something similar to what you're doing. And, you know, her and her dog and her husband at times, and they're traveling all over the country and doing these beautiful hikes through all these national parks. And it's awesome. Her, her Instagram page is awesome. And uh, she posted um, a picture um, being, she's in New England right now. And, uh, you know, we we're just kind of talking about that very briefly. You know, I just sent her a message and she responded and I responded and she, um, she DM me back and, and she was like, um, Hey, uh, you know, by the way, I listened to the show. Um, here, I'll just read it to you. Um, I was listening to your pod on my road trip here, by the way, it was really entertaining. And then, so, you know, and I just said, Hey, thanks. You know, um, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Appreciate the support, but like it's people that I would not expect to, to, listen to the show and i guess it's one of those things where i think like i think you and i are like very harsh on ourselves i think like i know i'm my hardest critic i know you're tough on yourself too so like even after doing it for all this time i constantly feel like you know it's just this little rinky dink thing we're doing but like people keep finding and i still get messages all the time people like just listening to it for the first time people that i would never expect to listen to it so you know, it's growing slowly, but it is growing and it's growing organically. And if you look at like our analytics, like obviously when we first started and I don't look at, when we first started, I would look at them almost every day, almost every day. I would look to see like who listened the day prior and all that stuff. And it was like, it was dumb because like, you know, you, and we're the, the actual meat of this podcast, um, we're going to get into talking about the social dilemma. Uh, ben watched it the other, the other night and I, and I watched it a couple of weeks ago, but um, you know, I was looking every single day at the analytics and then I finally just stopped. Right. Because the first few episodes, they were through the roof and then they slowly started to plateau and then they dropped off a little bit. And so I stopped looking at them. And now when you actually go back and look at them now, the podcast is actually growing. And this I think is like real growth. I think that was like very artificial. People just wanted to check it out, see what it was about, you know, because they knew us. Now it seems like it's actual growth and it's people actually listening because they want to listen. Um, that's, you know, because you and I have worked at it and, and, you know, the content has gotten better. Totally. And, and I feel like another thing 
that's kind of cool is like, you know, we didn't go into this with like, um, like, you know, broadcasting or radio backgrounds, you know what I mean? We have no, you know, and that's kind of what's cool about the medium of podcasting. It's like, uh, like our episode one was the first time Aaron and I ever talked, you know, granted, like, you know, it's like, there's Instagram stories and it's like, yeah, we've been talking into cameras for years, you know, especially me guilty. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, the first time episode one was like, you know, I was like, I said, I was like going pee in a bottle because I was like so nervous, you know? So <laughs> like, we, we don't have any like background. So it, it, it almost, <clears throat> to me, it's like, if you, you know, join now, it's like, okay, Hey, we still don't have a background, but you know, we make it work. Um, it's like, there's more people giving us, you know, um like good positive reinforcement than like bad like no one's been like For sure you guys suck you know shut up um i guess and that's the other cool thing is like you know it's like a podcast if you don't want to listen to us you don't have to I mean, and we're not like uh we're, like i guess the point i was trying to make is like we're not like celebrities you know what i mean just say yeah. you and i had a huge following yeah exactly you and i had a huge following and uh you know, our profession was, was something other than this. Yep. And then we're like, boom, we're going to start a podcast. Yep. And then all of a sudden you have that whole entire huge following that's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to check this out. Right. 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 And, 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 you know, so, but for us, it's like, Hey, we've never done anything like this. You know, we're just literally talking. And I think we give, you know, real world, like, you know, we talk about relevant, you know, things sure. and, um, you know, it's like, if you want to listen to us, go ahead and listen to us and we appreciate it. And, you know, it's like, we also would like interaction. It's like, you know, if, if you don't like something that we're talking about, or you do like something we're talking about, I guess it, it would be cool if you, you, um, kind of told Hold us, us like, yeah. I guess we have to learn how to, you know, engage as well. So we're, we're, yeah, we, no doubt. we understand, you know what I mean? We understand, like, we're all figuring this out together, even, you know, the listener. Well, and it becomes, Ben, that actually becomes almost a perfect segue, but it becomes basically an echo chamber, right? If you and I are all are constantly the only two talking about it and, and, you know, we do, obviously there are people that give us feedback and, you know, for the most part it's positive and we appreciate that, but you know, there is a level of like, I do, by the way, I say that so fucking much on here. There's a level of, it just, I noticed that a while back. Anyways, there is a level of, um, you know, if we're not doing something that you like, or there's something you think we can do better, like by all means, tell us, but because you and I talk so much about it, you know, it's, it's the primary um, reason for a lot of our conversations. It does become an echo chamber because I think you and I are on the same page and view it the same way. So when you and I look at it the same way, it's just us bouncing almost the same ideas off of each other or the same thoughts off of each other. And where the segue comes in is, like I said, a couple of minutes ago, we wanted to talk about the social dilemma, um, which if you've not seen it, um, is a, a great documentary on Netflix. Um, 
based around a bunch of interviews with former executives and tech designers for almost every major social media company on the planet. Um, and it kind of talks about the ills of today's society and how, you know, these platforms are designed to not inherently kind of destroy the fabric of society, but what they're built to do is destroying the fabric of society. And one of the things they talk about is the echo chamber effect that comes with social media. And basically what that entails is if you're somebody who leans far right or leans far left, eventually over time, the algorithms behind these products are going to continue to show you um, posts that just agree with whatever your opinion is. And therefore your, what you see, who you follow and your following just becomes an echo chamber, which only reinforces those points. But that's not the main point of the whole documentary. Um, Ben, what was like, what was your like main takeaway from, um, from the doc? I mean, my main takeaway was like, it didn't, it totally, it was like, no way this is happening. It was like, the only thing I, I, I was like, basically said, it's like the documentary makes it seem like there's three guys that are specifically like, um, assigned to just your device and they can like essentially crank up and control and they're like selling your, your time for advertisement revenue. Right. So it, it was, you know, I, I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. Okay. Cause do you ever get, this is like, once I, once I watched it, do you ever, do you ever have the feeling where your phone like vibrates in your pocket and you pull it out, but there's, there's nothing. No yep. yep. All the time. Okay. So that is when that totally like finally like resonated with me. Like I know for a fact that now, like it used to be, they said, Oh, you know, we're so addicted to our phones that we psychologically feel it vibrating. Yep. And I, I think I'm, I think I'm out on that. Um, because it is, it, it, it's a vibration. I feel it. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I'm, my senses are, you know, knock on wood up to par. And, uh, it just makes total sense. Cause like, you know, one of the things they always talk about is, um, and I guess whatever, we'll give away a little bit of the, you know, movie cause you should go watch it anyway. But one of the things they always talk about is like when, um, just say we're inactive for a little while yep. and they're like, Oh, nudge him, nudge him. Let's give him a nudge. Right. And, and then, so they say that. And then, um, in turn, they, they give like a, you know, a like or like someone you know what I mean like someone liked your photo and then you know you feel the vibration you pull it out of your pocket you see so and so liked your photo then you open up the app and now you're boom and they're like oh we got him he's back you know back in and uh you know so um there's that thought that I had which is like the nudging but then another thing along those same lines that I was thinking about was like you know how like every now and then, like, you'll just like, um, you'll get like a, Oh, you're like, so-and-so friend request went through. Yeah. Sure. Now I'm starting to wonder if like, they almost like bank them, you know? So like, just say I go to friend you, like they won't notify you 
like they won't like say I'm friending Ben is friending Aaron and I do that on Tuesday and then Aaron um accepts my my friend request on Thursday but you just got the notification and the reason you got it then was because you you know were reading a book and your phone was down or something so I mean those are two things like really just were like bam like okay I'm starting to understand to your to your first point just to clarify that and so in the movie there's a dramatized part of the movie uh or the documentary I should say where it's basically uh it's basically a family um a high school age kid and a middle school aged uh girl uh as well as another high school aged girl um the high school age girl doesn't use her phone the high school age guy uh, is you know very much on his phone, and the middle school girl is very much on her phone, and um, they show almost like this like dramatized basically when you're on your phone. There's more or less they have three guys. It's actually uh, uh, the actors, that guy from Mad Men, great actor, um, but basically controlling your every move on your phone, and the whole the whole point of it being that um, you know your data is the reason why they try to keep you interacting with your um, social media. And the reason being is that the advertisers are the ones that pay to keep um, Instagram and Facebook running, right? Because you don't pay to use Instagram. You don't pay to use Facebook. You don't pay to use Snapchat. Any, any Any free application that you use, if it's free, then then you are the, you are the product. So, yeah. So actually there's, uh, um, um, you know, so your data is what is being sold to advertisers. So the reason why they want you staying on longer and they have these algorithms that are constantly working to try and figure out the best way to interact, to get you to interact with your phone longer is because then they can show you more advertisements, which in turn is more dollars from advertisers, which is more money to the bottom right, line. Like they're, they're selling Aaron's data to Rapala or, 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 uh, Abu Garcia, hundred percent. And then Aaron's like, "Oh shit! Look at this brand new fishing reel that just came out. I'm yep. buying it." And they're like, "Cha-ching, suck 100%. it, buddy." That's like, <laughs> dude. Well, so that's what I was one of the points I was going to bring up is like, if you go to my explore page on Instagram, it like ninety percent of the videos are fishing videos, and and so, and and I, we'll get to that a little bit later on because you and I want to talk about both kind of the pros and cons. This totally, this and, do- I did. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but ahead, I also didn't want to forget. The other thing that I was like thinking about in terms of like, ba- basically it's like those people, like how sucked in we are or whatever. Right. You know, it's like all, all the stuff they talked about in the movie. Um, the last point I, I want, like, I guess wanted to say was they talked about like solutions, but they did it during the credits. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And it's like, you know, how many people are just popping it off, you know? And I thought that was pretty, you know, pretty interesting and telling, like, obviously, you know, we watched it all the way through and it was just like all the, all the things that you could, uh, you know, do to still be involved, but just like dial it back. Less involved. Right. The, the, the scariest part for me, there's two very scary moments for me was at one point they show they talk about how the increase in depression anxiety in oh, um yeah, dude. in teenage girls. And teenage girls 
Um, and so the statistics they show is a, is a line graph um, that is um, uh, non-fatal suicide attempts, uh, or I'm sorry, non-fatal suicide, excuse me, I'll get it right the third time. Non-fatal self-harm hospital um, visits and then actual suicides. And so uh, they show- the they should, right. So they show this, they show this chart of from the year 2000 till present day. And um, the chart at 2009 just skyrockets up. And it's something like in teenage girls, self-harm incidents that lead to hospitalizations is up 60 some odd percent. And in preteen girls, up it's up over, no, it was up like over a hundred percent. And then Oops. in actual suicide attempts, or I'm sorry, in actual suicides, Teenage girls is up 70%. And again, preteen girls was up just an astronomical. So it shows you really like the effects that that social media and these generations that have grown up with it, right? Because like, that's really the major key. You and I didn't grow up with it. Like, you know, MySpace came around when we were in high school and Facebook was around when we were in high school, but you had to have a college um, college email to use it. So like it was there, but it wasn't, didn't dictate our lives. Like, I didn't have a phone that could get on the internet. So like at school and shit, I wasn't on, you know, I'd get on MySpace when I got home. Or, what are you talking about? You had a T-Mobile sidekick, didn't you? No, no. I had, you're thinking of my wind. I had a Windows phone, but that was after high school. I was, oh. I was like 19 when I had Someone had, I had Dylan have a T-Mobile no, sidekick? Colby, Colby had a sidekick. Oh, Lord. Um, but uh, no, dude, and my, my Windows phone was like legit. Like the, it was it was three and a half inches thick. It was amazing. Like a thing barely fit in my fucking pocket. And if it did, it, it could stop a bullet. It was so thick. Um, but like, anyways, our generation didn't grow up with social media. You know, it came along much later in life. These kids are the first generation that is growing up and having social media all throughout their. And, and let's on, on top of that, they're pu- all right. Let's let's break it down. They're pumping us with all this shit chemicals that are making kids go berserk and bonkers. So not only do we have social media for the kids, we're throwing it in their faces because we don't want to deal with. It. You know what I mean? Like we're so, oh man, like just give the kid the iPad. Like you know what I mean? He'll, sure. He'll, yep. He'll quiet down. So you know, it, it was also like talking about like the subliminal messaging and like you know current kids shows like there's no um i guess like restrictions like right like you know cartoons on the weekend you know whatever it was like i'm sure there was plenty of subliminal messages in there but it was like not as just like in your face as like now these youtube like plus shows that are you know just who the hell you know i don't know I don't really watch um, YouTube plus kids show. So I don't know the uh, <laughs> subliminal messaging they're throwing yeah, out, I'd but be a little yeah. worried if you were. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, you know, it's still, it, it's, it's scary. Like um, the first time, the first time I knew that, that we were at a complete all time kind of like shift in the paradigm was um, I was with, I forget if it was Samantha or Shayla. I think it was, I think it was Samantha and I was sitting with my, my grandmother and we were at my little cousin's first communion. And this was like, I want to say 
I don't know, like maybe 2014, ah, maybe before then. Like when, when is first communion? Uh, first communion is second grade. So, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess a, a while back, either way, like just call it, you know, I think she's in uh, seventh grade right now. So yeah, whatever. How five, years. so five, six years. Oh, so you're about right. So 14. Okay. 15. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So they're, we're in the church and the priest sits down with these call it like, you know, 17, you know, first communioners and um, he's sitting, they're all like sitting on the altar and uh, he busts out an iPad. No way. Yeah. And he's like, the way he explained, um, obviously we're, Hey, we're not a religious podcast. Um, nothing like that, but I'm just, this is the story and this is a Catholic church. And so that's the story. So he, he pulls the iPad out and he, um, he talk. he starts breaking it down. Like, um, God is the Wi-Fi. Okay. And he goes, um, do you know how sometimes you have to go and connect to Wi-Fi, and all the kids are like, yeah, and he's like, well, picture God, picture you never having to connect to Wi-Fi, you know, um, God is always, he, like, the Wi-Fi is always on, God, God is always there, like, and that was, like, his message, and he went on for however many minutes, and I just, like, turned to my sister, and I was like, oh, my God goodness like this is where this is where we are the fact that like you know that was the message the way he had to explain it you know in a way it's like a kind of a, a good way to explain it but sure i mean come on i mean when the bible was being written do you think you know or or, or whatever when the first communion of the first communions happened you know did it did they expect that you know, they would be using like techno, you know what I mean? I just feel like it would be something a little bit more like special than that. It's like, what are they even being taught? You know, it's like, um, I don't know. Ch chime in. Yeah. Well, the thing, cause the thing about the thing and, and, and kudos to actually that priest, because when you think about it, right, like religion is dying in overall religion is dying. You know, it, it, it's just a fact. And I, and I, as somebody who grew up and is a confirmed Catholic and grew up in a Roman Catholic household and went to church every Sunday for forever. Like, you know, religion is dying of a slow death. So, you know, these priests have to adapt to find ways to connect with a younger generation that, you know, you can make the argument wants less and less to do with the church. Um, but, um, no, it, it's, it's weird. Like it's weird to see this, like it's just become, it's just become so like interconnected. I'll, I'll give you a great example. So I, I, as I mentioned last week, I just, I'm rewatching, I just got done rewatching The Wire, one of the all time great TV shows on uh, HBO, but it ran from 2003 to 2008, it went off the air, right? So in the final season of The Wire. or social media. Well, told way before social media to the point where in the last season of The Wire, they are, um, they're, excuse me, they're wiretapping a drug dealer's phone 
and they're sending picture messages to each other and like it totally confuses the police for a couple episodes because they can't figure it out because like that's how new that technology was like being able to send pictures to each other um so um take it from there right so that's 2008 and that was a show that was like very much like trying to be on the cutting edge of technology as you can tell in watching it for years after that you never saw like people didn't text each other in tv shows they would call each other like even even as texting was becoming the medium of um communication like people didn't text they would just call each other and now if you go and see a movie or you watch a new tv show whatever there's always texting in the text you've got the bubbles come up on the screen and it's just like phones have now made their way into you know film and tv shows and like like it's just it has become what our technology or our technology what our civilization is almost built around which actually leads me to the other thing that i that really really struck home for me in the documentary was um they had a guy and it was very brief it was very quick he was a, a former uh, executive at nvidia if you don't know what nvidia is they are um they make uh, they make chips. They make computer chips. Um, huge, big, big time tech company, uh, but like the hardware um, side of things. And uh, he was talking about the um, speed in which, or I'm sorry, the rate of growth in computing power uh, over the last oh, yeah. fifty years. And so they show this chart, and it starts in I, I want to say it was like 1950. It starts. It starts in 1950, and it just slowly starts to go up, and then it just skyrockets, right? It hits a point where- Like in the said, hundred quadrillions or something. Yeah, it's up like a hundred, like the percentage of increase in computing power since the 1950s is like a hundred quadrillion percent faster. And he said, you know, as, as a society, or I'm sorry, as technology continues to just skyrocket, you know, to the moon, we're still processing it with a human brain that hasn't evolved at all. You know, the human brain hasn't evolved much in the last, whatever, 100,000 years. I mean, it's gotten better at, you know, adapting to society and it's become um, less uh, reliant on hunting and gathering foods and all that stuff. And, and so, but the actual like composition and what makes the brain the brain hasn't changed all that much. And yet computing power and technology is on this rapid ascension and we just still have these caveman brains that are like trying to process all this and it's like a good portion of why like we have all these um anxiety disorders depression disorders and they're all more and more coming out in people and like if this is a direct reason why yeah you're not kidding it's like but it's all it's all built built into a sick intertwined web of mass destruction in terms of just like you know getting pumped and pulled every which way and now it's like the big you know the the pharmaceuticals here and there and and you know it's like we are not only are we not are we not only are we not you know learning you know at a matched speed you know in terms of like the technology growth, you know, we're also being hindered. So it's like, oh, for sure. not only are not all, like technology is booming, 
and you know we should be as well but yet we're doing it's a complete 180 degree you know flip of that and it's it's we're getting less and less intelligent um and relying more like you know it's like the gap is spreading so fast because we're becoming lazier and lazier and lazier. So it's not ever going to be, you know, we won't ever kind of no, uh, level, level it off, I guess. Um, I totally get what you're saying. And I get, and, and just to maybe put it in different words, you people don't command information anymore. There's no need to command information anymore because the information is always available to you as long as you have your phone. So someone may ask you something and you don't know the answer, but you look it up, boom, you have the information in that moment. But the odds of you actually retaining that information are slim to none because you have no need to because you will have the information available to you as long as you have your phone handy. So you don't need to commit it to memory. Another great example, the other night I was watching... um, uh, I watched uh, Richard Jewell, the latest Clint Eastwood movie about the um, the uh, bombing at the Atlanta Olympics in 1996. And the guy who you could make the argument was the hero in saving lives ended up being like the primary suspect of the FBI. And as he gets pulled in by the FBI and he says he wants to talk to his lawyer, they hand him a phone and he dials his lawyer's numbers. How many people's phone numbers do you think you can remember off the top of your head? My original one from when I was a kid? Yep. And then like, you know, maybe maybe your parents, my grandparents, yeah, your siblings, you know, and like, that's basically it. When we were kids, I used to know, oh yeah, everybody in my neighborhood's phone number. I used to know all my friends' phone numbers right off the top of my head. I used to know my mom's work phone number, my dad's, uh, you know, my dad just had a cell phone, my cell phone, his cell phone number. People don't remember phone numbers anymore. There's no need to. Why do you remember phone numbers? Like, so like. That's that's or my birthdays, point. like you know, or, yeah, or whatever, right. whatever. Because it, you get a Facebook notification that yeah. tells you somebody's birthday, you know, like so we don't retain information the way we once did because we don't have to. We have something giving us the information, and that overall is inevitably making us more reliant on technology. It's like it's it, this is another great quote in the documentary about uh, the only two industries that label their uh, customers as users are um, technology and uh, drug dealers. But it is in that sense as a drug because we've become so reliant on it that we don't remember anything anymore. Our memories and our, our memory and our focus are so much shorter now because all of the information is stored somewhere for us. We just don't need to retain it anymore. It's like to the point where people think you're intelligent if you can remember things. And it's like, no, I just remember stuff. Like it doesn't make me intelligent. I just have a good memory. Like um, it's, it's a, it's a very scary, slippery slope before we move on to kind of the positive side, because you and I talked about it the other night and there was some things that we thought we saw as positives. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to the, um, the negative aspects of it? I mean, no, cause I like, what, what more can we harp on? It's yeah, just, we're right. you're right. thing, we've hammered I'm, it home. Right. It's like, come on dude it, like and, and we're and we're guilty of it too we're not sitting here totally. preaching that we're like oh yeah we are totally off our phones like bullshit totally. right as of I'm right on my now, phone I think right I, now i i think because- my screen time the best thing that ever happened to me i was telling my buddies the other day in a group in a, a group text was 
this summer when I didn't have any service. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at night when we were camping, no service. So my screen, and then obviously during the day I was working and uh, my screen time was down like way, 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 way. And um, obviously it's through the roof right now, but I think also it's, um, it's, uh, we are in a world where you can do so much on your phone. Like you can start a business on your phone. Um, You can do just about anything with a laptop in your phone. Um, So that being said, if you're using it for, you know, good reasons and productive reasons, like it is what it is. Like that is one of the beauties of, of, you know, where we're at today um, in terms of like the accessibility, but obviously you know, we are long from the days of privacy and that's just the way it is. So, um, yeah, but let's talk about some of the, uh, well, cause that, and, and that's, no, you're, you're totally right. That's a great way to lead us in because that was one of the things we were talking about the other night. You were telling me about, um, uh, you were talking about Coinbase, right? You were talking about getting back oh, into yeah, the crypto yeah, space yeah, 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 yeah. and, um, See, just a good memory. That's all it is. There's no intelligence in here. Just a good memory. Um, and you were talking about that. And we said, yeah, like, yeah, that is like the positive aspect to it. Like there is like, you will find things or learn things that will come across and actually benefit you. You know, it's, it's almost though you have to kind of set yourself up and be willing to um, almost accept them or, or be looking for them, I guess I should say. Um, but um, that was what we were talking about the other night was the Coinbase thing. And you were talking about like how, you know, you saw that and then, you know, it led you to starting your coin or getting your Coinbase account back. And then you got 75 bucks in free money um, today. Or last yeah, or whatever. Um, that was cool. And I, I think that should be noted because I do want to talk about like, if we're going to be moving forward in terms of like, uh, you know, different currencies and stuff so right now you can go on coinbase and if you if you get like your account set up hold on uh, hold on explain what coinbase is just in case there's people who don't know uh coinbase it's a uh it's a website to trade cryptocurrencies it's like it's the third party um they buy the the cryptocurrency and they essentially like hold it um in their wallets um and then they'll they will you know they're the they're the dealer. So if it's, you want to buy it's some Robinhood or E Trade for cryptocurrency. So obviously with the space growing, there is you know, there's constantly like new coins coming out and um I guess just picture coins as like stocks, you know, same thing. Yep. Like you're 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 backing um a technology rather than, you know, a business. But I guess you're backing it's both. It's it's whatever. So make a long story short, like right at the top of my, um, Coinbase account. So I, I long ago, I put all my cryptocurrency onto a hardware wallet, which that means it's like, it looks like a, like a USB drive and it's, they call it cold storage. And it's like, just say Coinbase got hacked there's a possibility that you know your crypto could be gone for yeah you lose all your money and 
this is just a way to harbor that. But on the flip side, if you lose your thing, you're kind of screwed, but there's also a lot of safety um, or like whatever special keys and codes that you can kind of get it back. But either way, Coinbase has like, it's like earn up to 171 bucks. So last night I'm, I'm like clicking through and there's these little like two minute or three minute long videos. And it asks you one question, you answer the question and they give you uh, some money. It's either they give you two bucks or three bucks. So just say one of the ones I did was like um, the token was uh, um, stellar, stellar lumens. And it was like, I watched uh, six videos and I got, you know, whatever, two bucks a video and uh, it gets deposited right into your Coinbase account. Cause they want, you know, they want people to be active and it's, a lot same thing like we're talking about like the negatives to this you know yeah granted you're being watched and your whatever your actions are being stored in a database but either way it's like also it's free at least they're paying at least they're right they're paying you they're paying you to be a user so um it was just neat because i i did i went through all of it so going back to um my hardware wallet. I didn't have anything on my Coinbase. I got a new phone. Uh, I had like, you need this like two factor authenticator to get in. I couldn't get in my Coinbase for like a year and a half. And I yeah. finally, you know, I don't know what got into me this week, but I finally bared down and, and tried to, to take care of some things. So I got my Coinbase back up and running. And uh, it, there was, I, I log on and I, I, there was 16 cents in there. Like from, I knew that I knew there was 16 cents, but I also knew it was in Bitcoin and I knew that it would probably be up to, you know, whatever I was, I was like joking there. Probably, I, I was like, I bet I'll have like 70 cents or something, you know, whatever. Right. And, uh, I log in and I got 38 bucks wow. and I'm like, damn. So then I'm like, this is funny. And, uh, so I, I, that so it's 38 bucks i start watching the videos next thing i know i got like you know over a hundred bucks in this this account and it was like it, it took no time you know and it's like you know i i learned i learned something new about a bunch of different stuff and you know it's like free money really so um that was kind of exciting it's not big yeah it's not like you're I, making millions but it's like if you have the mindset of, of just going after it, it's like, it, oh, that's what I was getting at. So we're this early, you know, we're so early in this. So it's like this, these $2 right now, that, that could be worth two grand, you know? Cause I, what I did was I got all the money and it deposits it into that coin denomination. So like, whatever, I got all the stellar lumens and then I just scrolled up to the top of the page and I, turned it into ethereum which is one of one of my like my main holdings i guess number number two market cap cryptocurrency um right and that is like yeah right well and that is like just a a a great a well-said story of um you know some of the positives that come along with technology and like that you know i would say the same thing like in terms of 
like a professional um, in terms of a professional aspect, like, and obviously we talk about investing a lot on here, you know, all the stuff that I've learned about investing this year, like some of it came from books, but the majority of it came from online and like using technology as a resource. Aaron, uh, let me remember your thought. I know you'll remember your thought. I won't remember mine. We just went to the dog beach. And uh, I saw like probably a, you know, late, late fifties guy reading a book about options trading. Yep. So it's like, should have just called me. I could have told him all about it. <laughs> but there, I mean, there you have it. It's like, you know, if, uh, what if I he's just starting now? Yeah. You know? Right. Right. But, and, and, and it is, and it, and, and just as an aside, options trading does get significantly more complicated than what I was doing, but I do miss options trading. Um, but, um, but all of that stuff quit, was quit scratching your neck. No, it's my back, dude. My back. It just, it was a joke. Um, oh, getting, getting yeah. Yeah. I'm fiending. I'm fiending, but it was funny cause I was actually scratching. Nobody could see that, but I was actually scratching. It's I'm fiending. Um, but I mean, if you are willing to use it and use it for good, um, there's plenty of benefits to it. And this brings ties back all the way to the beginning when I was talking about my Instagram explore page. I want to bring this up and I wanted to like see what, what, you know, the Instagram algorithm has for me um, as far as the explore page goes. The first three posts, the first reel, you know, cause it shows reels at the top. And then the first two posts are both fishing posts. Then um, uh, a two sports posts, uh, then like one of those business posts that talks about Dave Portnoy, um, yep. our boy, our close personal friend. And then the next post, a fishing post, fishing post, business posts. And anyways, so anyways, my Instagram algorithm is majority positive. It's either fishing or stuff that's, you know, these motivational things when it comes to like this one, for example, the easiest way to become a millionaire, one, open a Roth IRA, two, invest $500 a month into an S&P 500 index fund, three, wait 40 years, projected inflation adjusted tax-free value, 1.745 million. So anyways, my point being is that you can use social media to, and use the algorithm, not against them, so to speak, but in a way that'll cultivate it with things that will actually be good for you to see. Okay. Hey, now I just logged on to mine. All right. First one is a real, it's that dude, um, KJP. He's like a a new England photographer. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of pumpkin on his head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Next one, enormous institutional wall of money will push Bitcoin to a million (laughs) dollars. Next one, this is funny because it's so opposite. A Bill Belichick. It's Billy (laughs) D. It's Patriots. Um, Kimball Musk. Uh, What's college football jersey do you think about all the time? Uh, A Little League World Series post. Yamir Yager. Oh, for Yamir Yager, Wayne Gretzky, Tem, Temi Solana, and Mario Lemieux as like 400-pound men. That's actually yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> That's good. Um, here's how social media platforms have riven, risen over the, year, the last, wow. over the last 15 years. Um, a Tampa Bay, a Florida football of Tom – or whatever they're talking about. Um, oh, it's actually Frozen 4. Um, Joe Thornton in a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Yeah, and he just signed a, with the Maple Leafs. Oh, he did? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I thought that was like a meme. And a uh, Volkswagen bus. And then a um, a Kyrie LeBron something in a truck post. So that's funny because we're just talking about social media, um, Bitcoin, and then, I mean, the other one's kind of... Yeah. It's all relative, you know? Starbucks and McDonald's opt out right. of China's uh, digital wand test. Either way, I'm sorry. That, this is so bad radio. The, here, this is a perfect example of them with the algorithm getting you to just keep scrolling through your explore feed. But anyways, the point that I was trying to make there was that, like, if you, you know, if you keep the content that you go through to, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be, like, positive or negative, but, like, things that you're interested in, then what they're going to cultivate for you will at least be things you're interested in. And yes, I may get sold a Rapala ad or an Abu Garcia ad. And you know what, at the end of the day, that's their algorithm working, but I love fucking fishing. Like it's my, one of my favorite hobbies. So like at the end of the day, it's a trade-off that I can live with. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't think we have to view it in an exclusively negative light my concern is the generations that are coming up after us that don't know how to disconnect. You and I know how to disconnect. I don't know that the generations underneath us have the same ability to disconnect the way that you and I do. Um, yeah, but I, I also think that, uh, like, let's just speak the truth in terms of, like, I think there was a time when you and I were probably extremely, extremely connected. And then we've You're also right. kind of, like, learned – you know, the, like where we want to be, where we want to, you know, I think also a, a big thing with us was, I mean, call it what you want, but that, that little bar taco, Hey, I want to tell you about crypto. Yeah, sure. 2017. Sure. I feel like that was like a big change for our friendship and us growing as individuals. Like, okay, shit. Is it time to like, buckle down, you know, and like, it was time for us to grow up and start right, focusing exactly. on other shit, so, you know? So t- I think it's a, it's growth for everybody. I think uh, even any age, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no right or wrong time to get into, you know, a growth mindset and maybe, you know, getting rid of some bad old habits. Sure. And uh, you know, it's like, call it what it is, you know, we're here. It's not going to change. I think another thing um, that's really cool to, to like in terms of the social dilemma, I I, I hope it wakes effing people up. I hope it fucking wakes people up um, <laughs> in a sense that like your one voice isn't going to, isn't going to change anything. Meaning like when, when you're, when you're yelling at and you're arguing with, people on Facebook, like it, you know, be a voice of reason. You know what I mean? Don't be a voice of like, don't feed into the shit. Like whatever you and I are, I guess we're talking about it, but we're at least talking about it in a sense of like, we're bringing light to both sides of the situation. We're not just hounding and, and, you know, bitching about one thing and these people suck. I mean, we're talking about us growing throughout all this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, and and guess what this is how we are choosing to grow it's like for one hour every week we get together we have to figure out a time to link up and and we do this pod and it's a blast and 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 that's it and and we know that in the next five to ten years 
the podcast medium is going to be probably the biggest radio medium there is. It so, will be, yeah, no doubt. You know, so it's like, guess what? We may not, we're not going to be, well, I, I say that. We could, I, I actually had a, I had a dream that we were the number one podcast in the world. So let's <laughs> manifest that. But on the flip side, I don't even think that it's about that for us. It's like, in the, like cooking and baking category. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're cooking up knowledge, baby. Um, but uh, meaning like, it, it's like, Hey, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? And if, if, if Aaron is like, goes down as, you know, the greatest podcaster ever and he gets signed to this multi-platinum deal like fuck yeah dude go you know what i mean it's like th th this is we couldn't have gotten you there if, if you know we didn't do this you know what i mean or, or don't worry pal i'll be taking you with me um i appreciate that hey every, every guy needs a good fucking studio guy in the back doing the but you're gonna have to trick. teach me how to do that too <laughs> <laughs> um well i i think i think we'll we'll start to wind this down i i just i did want to say quickly about social media and positivity this is something i started doing months ago and i don't i've never really like told people about this other than the people that i kind of like arbitrarily and like randomly pick people that i follow on instagram and i'll dm them from time to time and just say like hey hope you have a great day. Hope everything's great. Like, hope you're killing it. Like randomly, just random messages of positivity to people that, you know, maybe I haven't spoken to in years. And I do that, you know, A, to be kind of a weird stalker creeper with pretty girls on Instagram. Just kidding, sort of. But B, because like, I think people need more positivity in their life just from random people, you know, like, there is something nice about getting a message from somebody that says like, Hey man, go out there and fucking crush it today. Like you're a killer. Like get after it, you know, like just that positive reinforce. Cause it makes you, it makes you stop. It makes you think like, Oh, that's so random, but like, okay, awesome, man. Like, yeah, that's great. Like appreciate it. Get after it. Yeah, dude, totally. Even, okay, here, I'll give you another one. That was one of my favorites. Um, we went out to uh, one of the coolest dinners I've ever had last night. Uh, we went to Restoration Hardware, which is like the fanciest of the fancy um, store. It's like an Ikea for the... the yeah, I know Restoration Hardware. Yeah, right. So the, Palm, the, the one in West Palm is their, their signature store. Yeah. It's five stories of the most elegant Jesus rooms Christ. that you've ever seen in your life. And then on the top floor, there's a five-star dinner, like a five-star really? restaurant. It was, so we had dinner, we went to Restoration Hardware, had dinner and we're having, we're sitting there. It's just, everything was awesome. Whatever. We had some wine going and, uh, uh, my girlfriend's dad's, he, he goes, uh, all right, I'm going to do my good deed of the day. And I didn't even notice anything really, but off to our, whatever, my looker's right. Um, there's this couple and they were each taking photos of each other. I mean, the place is stunning. So it's like anywhere, any backdrop is like, you know, gorgeous. And, and, uh, so he goes and he, he like walks over to this, I didn't know what he was doing, but he walks over to this couple and he's like, Hey, you know, let me take your photo. And they're like, Oh, like, thank you so much. And I think he cracked a joke. Like, how does a guy like you get a pretty girl like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it was just like, okay, like I'm definitely putting that one in my, uh, you know, 
in my storage uh, locker in terms of like, how easy is that? Yep. Take, you know what I mean? Totally, Take a man. picture of, of whatever. So um, I, I thought that was neat. And I, I mean, I, there's obviously, there's still good in the world. I mean, it's awesome, way. man. Just, just, you know, just pay it forward, you know, just be a decent person. Don't be afraid to go out of your way to help a stranger and, and just do something nice for somebody. If it takes five minutes out of your day, what's, what's the fucking, you know, what's the big deal. But um, before we kind of wrap this up, just in, in uh, relation to what we talked about earlier, I do just want to, you know, I want to do this periodically. I just want to, we just want to kind of thank everybody that still has stuck with us and, and has continued to listen and continue to support the pod. And as we move into, you know, this next chapter in having a Patreon and also I've uh, been in contact with Amazon and, um, and uh, whatever the other fucking one I keep forgetting is uh, to get the podcast onto two more platforms. Um, so as we continue to grow this thing, you know, those of you who've been along for the ride since the start or the people who have come in more recently, like, you know, we just want to say thanks. I mean, for, for taking the time out of your week to, to listen to two morons ramble um, about stuff, you know, we hope we find stuff um, that either helps or is interesting or, you know, if nothing else fills a little bit of a void or fills some time for you. Uh, and again, if it, we welcome interaction, you know, at Sunday conversation and, on Instagram. And, and, there, and that, there you have it too. Like in terms of like Aaron and I, it's not that we're um, like our Instagram, we'll call that our main form of trans of, of communication to, to we'll say you, you guys as the listeners. Um, we just, I actually started building a Wix website, but then Aaron and I kind of talked about maybe that's not what we need in terms of like, you know, we're trying to build something from scratch and it's just another expensive thing. It'd be like 20 bucks a month um, that we, that, that we feel that is probably not like imperative in the growth of us. So like that being said, you know, our Instagram, the re like it, we're not trying to be selfish by not like following people back um, as stupid as that sounds. Cause that's like such a important thing in today's world. I feel like, you know, it's like, you know, people care about that, but that's, that's for us to judge, you know, where, like where we are, you know what I mean? Right. right. It, it's like, okay, we're not going to just sit here and like go and follow. Although maybe that, that is what we're, we should be doing, but like, we're not trying to like spam people with our stuff. You know what I mean? If you want to, yeah. if you want to join along in the ride, like hop on the train baby let's go you know <laughs> and I, I won't add anything to that because that's perfect um as as subscribe. customary at this time in the episode subscribe rate review go ahead um, and log on to our uh instagram there's a link to our patreon and our instagram um, so can, the ins the instagram is at sunday conversation uh and the link in our bio takes you right to the patreon go check it out listen if you if you feel like you you want to donate or you should donate great if not also great we will not judge anybody except for some of you motherfuckers we know are making over 150 grand a year you like you motherfuckers can spare a couple bucks the rest of you guys listen we get it it's pandemic going on financial and we are we are a lot of people. Ad, we're advocates of of everything like in terms of like we're trying to preach the you know, save your money, invest your money, right, and right, do that. Right. But get, hey, what if we were the first people to start talking to you about this? It's like, 
a dollar a month that's given you know it's like a quarter an episode it's it's right. whatever you want to give to us it's just you know it's uh we got we got to go somewhere in terms of like make some moves so um that's that that's that benny great chat really great chat this week i love you pal love you bro